You're listening to The Dating Diet. I'm Liz. And I'm Becca. And we're your uncertified nutritionists on curbing your bullshit relationship cravings. Let's dig in. Hello, everyone. Hello. Today, we are talking about weighing in. Oh, God. (laughs) Don't sound so excited. Look, look. I'm not excited about this. What? It's always good to weigh in well, once in a while, like check in on yourself. I agree. I think, I don't know, I just think there's so much weight mm-hmm. put on the subject. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, that's weighing you down. That's what. That's right. I don't, I think there's a lot tied into it. A lot of your, like, um, besides health. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is how people perceive you, how you perceive yourself in particular. Um, people would argue male and female, but I think in particular female, there's a lot of scrutiny, um, on weight and how much you weigh and how that equals like how that equals your worth. Yes. I agree with that. And I think it's, then that's not healthy. No, it's not healthy. Um, so it's. But also, it's important. It's an important marker. Like, you can't weigh 700 pounds and be healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing to be 5, 10, 15 pounds overweight, but it's another thing to be, like, morbidly obese and unable to leave your house and everything. So it can be a marker of health, just, like, checking in and weighing in yeah. on a relationship. Exactly. So how often do you weigh in on your relationships? Well, um, I like to weigh in quite frequently, um, unless I just really don't want to face oh, the yeah. the scale, um, because I know that it's not going to be something that I really want to address at with. that moment. So, um, I, I... I don't know. It's really hard because sometimes I check in quite often and then sometimes I'm like, oof, I'm going to let this ride out even mm-hmm. though I know it's not right for me or, or he- unhealthy. Oh, yeah. Just let it. But then it gets out of hand. Yeah. Had it, and then sometimes you just got to like dive right for the heart of it head first and just get out the problem if it gets that far out of hand. Yeah, start doing some lunches or something. Start <laughs> Start I don't doing lunches. <laughs> Counting calories. Right. Gotta get back there into a routine. Cutting out the sweet tea, drinking the water. Yeah. No. Eating the veggies. Yeah. No more Mexican food. Detoxing. So I I think it's a it's different for me. It's really like do I want to face this um when I know it's not good for me. Well, and that in itself is like a tell. It's mm-hmm. like if I if I'm scared to check in, then that should tell me, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm pretty sure something's wrong. Right. Like I don't need the number to tell me like exactly. what's up with that. Yeah. What's going on there? What about you? How often do you check in? Probably well it depends. I'm with my friends, I'm really good. Mm-hmm. With my relationships, I'm pretty good with it. Mm. At least from what I remember, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's been a long time. It's been a me. while. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? What's interesting is with my family, I probably avoid it more. Not that mm. there's like a lot of problems or anything, okay. but 
with my family, I'm more apt to make up my mind ahead of time, like, this is how this conversation is going to go, and so I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah. Because it don't matter. Which may or may not be avoidant. I don't know. But with my other relationships, I'm pretty good. I'm like, I I am usually the first one to be like, look, something's up. Something feels off. Like, what's up? Let's have a conversation. Sometimes to the point that it drives people crazy. I, uh, I'm a Gemini. I like to talk. I have a lot to say. I like to think things through out loud. And that's a challenge for some people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I witnessed that in terms of like in my relationships and past relationships, yeah. who it works well with and who it may not work well with. Um, and not then, everybody's comfortable. Yeah. Like even though you're comfortable and you're like, you know, and, like, I, when I bring those conversations up, I'm pretty sure I'm like, look, this has got to be discussed and the other person isn't ready mm-hmm. or they're nervous. And I've been told frequently, like, I don't have the words that you do. I'm not as good at this as you are and talking about things openly. Mm-hmm. And it makes them want to shut down. So, and here I am single. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, weighing, weighing out the... But I'm happy. The pros and cons of each relationship. There you go. Um, and, uh, yeah, what is it bringing into your life? Yeah. Like, is it doing well? I mean, I what I'm excited to see is that we are starting to talk more about weight, weight management. Yeah. yeah. Um, and analyzing not analyzing in a bad way like just accepting different body types because I know whenever I was younger yeah like growing up middle school it's like you had to be stick skinny yeah you never saw anything like that yeah in media or anything so right and I mean like even for the other day I saw Barbies oh my god Barbie can't menstruate did you know that if Barbie was a, a an actual adult with the same measurements, she would not be fertile? I don't doubt that. How did we get this information? I, <laughs> I re- remember reading a, <laughs> a body image medical journal on how. Barbie, obviously, for generations and generations, has been, like, a female image for a lot of young girls. Yeah. And when they're, like, it's unrealistic. It's the ex- setting that expectation for kids or for females at a young age in particular is not healthy. It's not okay because it's not sustainable. It's not it, – you're not healthy at that. Like, you can't even function as you're made to function, basically, yeah. was what the article was talking about. So, I cannot cite the person. I don't know. <laughs> But I remember being like, oh, my God, like, you could have tits out to here and all that stuff and a little itty-bitty tiny waist, but you you can't. And a thigh gap that you could put a four-year-old in between. <laughs> a four-year-old. <laughs> well, I mean, I just wish there was. But you know what? Hmm. I think, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and this isn't a hoax, that there's, like, plus-size dolls out there now. Yeah. Yeah, I think it there I think you're correct. And that's what I love is like change it up. Like let me see the representation, different hairstyles, different yeah. like ethnicities and just cultures and Yeah. 
um, body types and height. Yes. Ability even. Yeah. Like. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what needs to happen because I, I know that we started to, um, get away from the stick skinny, um, yeah. which there's nothing wrong with that at all, but it doesn't represent everyone. Right. Um, in the fashion model industry. Right. But then we were calling those who wear a size 12 or or more plus size. And so what what does that do? Right. No, my God. No. So, like, I mean... I mean, I'm glad that there are clothes for me. Yeah. And that there's representation, but someone... Who wears a size 12, I mean, I wouldn't consider it plus size. Like, if you had seen that growing up, would you have different ideas? Or would you think that would have been helpful for you? It would have been for me. Yo, yeah, it would definitely be helpful. Yeah. Um, like, would it have made an impact on how you view yourself? I know this is a little different than checking in on your relationships, but I think it's important. Yeah. Because it's about your relationship with yourself, too. Yes, 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 yes. I think... Um, so, is there a thick Barbie? Yeah. All right, so there is a thick Barbie. There is. Yes. The short Barbie Skipper. Okay, I didn't know that that well, there was a name. Yeah, Skipper's okay. the short Barbie. Okay. And then, but there is a thick Barbie. Yes. She looks, she looks really good. Yeah, she does. I, I she would have been around. Yeah, her, well, representation matters, yes, right? Everything um, to what we're seeing in today's society with Lizzo and um, just more representation in magazines yeah. on tv it's amazing to see so yeah barbie and you see like comments on both sides of, oh for like, sure excited about it and then comments from people that are like super rude yeah like i don't get that out of my face that's disgusting or whatever i'm like get off my page bitch yeah oh whoa okay <laughs> yes some, you ain't got to look at it. Okay. Someone's cranky. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, it, it does. It's it does. true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, look. And thick Barbie looks really fit, too. I don't know that I'd call her, like, real, real thick. I mean, right. she just looks healthy. Like, she actually eats. Yeah. And, like, she has a period. Uh, real Barbie don't have a period. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So you go through She's the bloating motion. She's not enough to have... <laughs> A menstrual period. Uh, so are we shaming? Are we shaming? I'm just saying. <laughs> they should have poured that mold a little thicker. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, but going on, back into, you know, weighing in or weighing your options, it's like healthy weight management. It's important. Is Yes. Yes, it is. It, it, it's a component, whether or not we like it, it's a component of being healthy in general. Yes. Just like taking tabs and inventory of your relationship in general. Yes. Periodically is healthy. Yes. Like only weighing once every six months mm -hmm. is why we get so surprised at the doctor's office. Yes. Yeah. I weigh every year. I wait a long time, and then I. Yeah. When really we should be probably checking a little more frequently. 
Yeah, well, it it does because it does come to a surprise when I'm like, I look in the mirror and my, first of all, I got super claustrophobic in one of my jackets, one of my blazers, okay? Uh, this is a side rant. rant. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, but... I'm like, when did my arms and my back get bigger? How did my back get bigger? <laughs> like, do I do I carry the like, back's fat? <laughs> how do I work out all this? Like, I don't think there's YouTube videos on how to slim your how did, back. How did my back spread? <laughs> but it's true. I didn't check in, so it was a huge surprise. Oh, I hate that when like I was when trying changing to... clothes, and you're like, I don't wear that coat all the time. Yeah, it's been all. It's been a, a good six to eight months since I've had that coat on. You put it on, you're like, uh, it's cutting my circulation. Off. Exactly. You're but if trying to drive and look some... like you got dinosaur arms. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just speaking from. Re- I'm being real. <laughs> Do you want someone? Do you want someone real or? (laughs) But if we'd been regularly checking in, we might have been like, "Oh, right, this is getting a little, little out of hand." Right. So there's articles and stuff out there that say, actually, people that are trying to get more in a habit of paying attention to their weight Mm -hmm. suggested that they weigh daily. Ooh, no. Yeah, that's hard. That it'll teach you about weight fluctuation and understanding your body and how it reacts to certain foods. Mm-hmm. Um, but that in general maintenance mode, in particular, people feel like they have weight issues, should be weighing at least once a week. Okay. And that's going to change every week of the month, in particular with hormones and like salty meals. And if you've been out having a party or whatever, mm-hmm. good sleep affects it too. So there's different things there, but to really kind of hone in and tune into your body that you should be taking... Um, account of your weight pretty frequently Hmm. so (laughs) does that mean we should be checking in on our relationships oh for sure all the time Uh, yeah well uh, yeah how Uh, how often how often for you uh i mean probably more than what i was because (laughs) with weight (laughs) You know, just like I said with that jacket, looking at the mirror and your arms are, like, bigger in the the dress. Did you split the same? I didn't. A little. Have you ever split your pants before? Yes. I have, too. But I think it was because I was doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. And I tried twerking. You split your pants. They were way too tight. You spent your pants twerking. <laughs> they were non-stretch, okay? But the, this goes to going back on to checking in, yes. whether it's your weight, like I said, and a relationship. Yes. Yes. So you it reduces you the risk yeah. of the the element of surprise yeah. like how did i get so deep into falling out of love or you know not being able to um communicate mm-hmm. um or getting so angry right or lack of communication too i know plenty of people they're like oh we used to talk all the time and unless you make that a priority once you start taking things for granted and life starts creeping in then 
it's going to be hard and you're not going to have regular communication and your relationship's going to suffer. That's for any relationship, really. Yeah. Many relationships, not just romantic um, relationships. But, yeah. And I think keeping a pulse, like you said, and and checking in will definitely eliminate that. It's a habit. Yeah, you got to make it a habit. Yes. Healthy habit. habit. Yeah. And the thing is, too... You can obsess over things, and you have to know what works for you. Yes. In your relationship. Yes. And it may be that your SO, significant other. Thank you, because I was going to ask. <laughs> but that your significant other isn't okay with a daily check-in. Yeah. It may be a little much for them. Um, but they should also be attuned to your needs as well. And so if you're feeling it necessary to have frequent check-ins, then that's a conversation to have. Yeah. Kind of keeping tabs on that. Because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. that'll wait six months or whatever, and then it'll they'll try to have a check-in, and it's so far beyond. Like, they just are like, oh, well, I may as well just keep up this, like, mediocre, unhealthy whatever, because there's no point. Well, yeah, and and then you get you're so down in that hole, you're afraid. You're yeah. afraid to check in. You're afraid to see those results. Can I tell you a secret? Uh, yes, I'm excited. And everybody else, I'm yeah. telling on myself. Okay, tell away. When I didn't own a scale, and I would go to the doctor. Okay. And the nurse would be weighing you before you go in to see the doctor. You know. Yeah. Look, I was totally like, I'm going to stare at the ceiling. You move your little devil scales here (laughs) and figure out how much I weigh. And don't you say the number out loud. You write it in my chart, fine. But don't say the number out loud and I'm going to stare at the ceiling. And don't tell me. I don't want to know. That's some strong denial. I've told many a nurse that. Like, don't you tell me that number. I don't want to know. Yeah. I mean, most of them would laugh at me. Really? Would they Couple still tell would you say, they? No, they okay. never did. No, they never told me. Uh, good. I know. Maybe I was a little scary. <laughs> I could see that. Maybe they I were like, this that. one's loose. <laughs> so we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> we're, this is self-preservation. <laughs> or maybe they were thought I was kind of like, ha, 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 joking. Because some of them would laugh. They'd be like, oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, mm-hmm. whatever. And a couple didn't laugh. <clears throat> I don't know if it's because they saw the number. They were like, look, <coughs> this girl needs to be checking in no. a little more frequently. But, yeah, none of them ever forced me. Well, <coughs> I mean, it's definitely... Um... Ooh, I'm going to die if I don't drink something. <coughs> <coughs> so you got to check in with yourself. <laughs> oh, no oh. wind to hold them. Oh. No wind to fold sorry, them. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, it was about to get rough. It's better now. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I, I know water. that because I hate going to the doctor. And I hate when they, you know, step onto the scale and look at you. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me take my scarf off. Hold on. I didn't. <laughs> How naked can I get in this hallway? Right. The <laughs> scarf weighs a lot. Excuse me. My son. Hold on. You want me to take my sunglasses off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Ten pounds for the shoes, please. Exactly. Automatically. Well, so you were talking about just go ahead and put it in your chart without seeing. Yeah. 
or telling. Yeah, just, yeah, just put in. I know you got to tell the doctor what this number says, but I don't want to know it. So, how many? What? What's it? You know what? Let me ask the doctor, the okay. love doctor. What's in your chart? So, what is in your chart as far as what? What weight you got in there? What? Uh, the love doctor would say what is in my chart. <laughs> Do you ever see that Seinfeld episode <laughs> where Elaine goes to the doctor <clears throat> and she makes a big stink out of like a mole or something uh, wanting it looked at uh, and they mark her chart? Uh, no. And then other doctors, they're like, look, we're not taking that one as a patient because it's a problem. <laughs> like, she's a mess. <sighs> My love chart might have that in there. Really? No. I, I mean, maybe. So. Enter at your own risk. <clears throat> it ain't easy, but it's worth it. <clears throat> <laughs> Stuff like that's probably written on the chart. No. Mm. Um, what is in my love chart? I would say one thing that is written in my love chart is um, needs communication. Mm. Like this one, you're going to have to work at communication. And okay. expect to have lots of discussions <clears throat> about random things. Sometimes they're important, sometimes they're not, but I need I need I need to be able to talk and ask questions and yeah. yeah. So, so how often would you want your significant other to check in with you? <clears throat> I would like to think that I'm open enough that if my significant other were experiencing something that were making them uncomfortable or that they, they're like, look, we got to have a conversation. Now, I ain't trying to talk the same thing to death over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So if it's day four and we've had four separate conversations about the same thing, I've said about all I'm going to say about <laughs> it. Okay? I can appreciate needing to rehash things and understand and seek clarity. But I get bored. With uh, uh-uh. sorry, I'm not talking about that anymore. We reached an agreement. Everything's okay, as far as I'm concerned. This is now about you, sir. Oh, okay. This is not about me. <laughs> <clears throat> Hashtag, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so check. I mean, I think it's situational. I think depending on what it is. Um, if. If there's a trust issue, mm-hmm. you need to check in immediately, and we need to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. If you're mad because I've been five minutes late three times in a row, well, guess what? It ain't easy, but it's worth it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there, the different situations, yeah, it depends on yeah. what you would be, yeah, um, or how often or. Frequent. I, I would hope to create enough of an open communication mm-hmm. environment with my significant other that they could just come to me as needed. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know that I necessarily need a schedule. I will say, though, if I were in a relationship where nobody ever checked in about anything, that would be a red flag. Mm-hmm. Where um, I was engaging in check-ins, but mm-hmm. there was no reciprocal, like hey, let's talk about this, or this isn't okay for me, or let's have these, like, healthy boundary-setting conversations or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd be like, huh, what's going on here? Right, yeah. Well, I definitely think that uh, it takes <clears throat> time yes. to figure out exactly yes. how often you need to be 
yeah checking in when that's whether it's actually a weight yep. situation like okay um you know what i am like you said on my period and mm-hmm. this week i'm gonna have water weight and yep. I, I don't yeah i don't know if i need to check in yep. but then i need to make sure i check in soon yeah because i don't want this to get out of hand yeah yeah no yeah i think i think it I think it's individual. I don't know that there's a set formula for everyone. Correct. Um, I don't think everybody is exempt, mm-hmm. but I also think that frequency is is individual. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what uh, this podcast really uh, encompasses. Like when we talk about things, mm-hmm. we have some knowledge, yes, but it's not the f- the no. same workout regimen works for everyone right. or no. I'm not trying to promote everyone, you know, drink the same workout shake. It's, it's completely different based upon who you are and yeah. your body. And, and it should be. Yeah. Cause what works for you isn't necessarily going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, and here's a good example. A lot of people are all on the keto thing. Keto. And, you know, doing the, there's dirty keto, there's clean keto, there's all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are on it. A lot of people do really well with it. Mm-hmm. It's like zero carb, all the cheese and the meat and the veggies you want, all the healthy fats, but no carbs, no sugar, none of that processed stuff, blah, whatever. I did the keto diet and I did fine with it, but I... lost like maybe five pounds total Mm. and I went hardcore like was looking at every single piece of sugar and everything like that and I had a conversation with a doctor about it Mm -hmm. and they were like your body just doesn't process fat Mm -hmm. in the same way that other people's does Mm -hmm. so not keto is not going to work for everybody low carb in general is healthy but it's also not going to like the pounds aren't going to fall off everybody that does low carb same thing, like, there are certain people that are built to be weightlifters. Mm-hmm. There are certain people that are built to be marathon runners. There are certain people who are built to hold down a couch in the living room with a TV remote in their hand watching reruns of Floribama Shore. Bingo! <laughs> Found my people! <laughs> That's me! <laughs> Everybody's different. Everybody's body is different. It reacts differently. And just because... This diet and this this relationship are working for these people over here. Yeah, you know, that's another thing too, and I think that's an important part. I just, I just, I just had an epiphany. I'm gonna mm. share it. Mm. Sure. If your ex is in a healthy relationship with somebody else that has nothing to do, or most of the time has nothing to do with what is or is not wrong with you, mm-hmm. and that's <clears throat> something that can be weighing on your shoulders. Absolutely. For sure. Just because they're happy with someone else and somebody else was a better fit does not mean anything is wrong with you. Yeah. Yes. It could. There might be some things to work on, but it also means that there is going to be somebody out there that is going to be so freaking excited to be with you and all your baggage if a relationship is what you want. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, bring it on, baby. I am here for it. So, I have a question. Okay. <clears throat> so, once you've weighed yourself. Yes. And you realize, um, and we're discussing this as a relationship. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, because I was like, uh-oh. 
<laughs> well, you could you could take it either way. So once you've weighed yourself, mm-hmm. um, and you're not happy with what it says on the scale, yep, and you want to be a little bit more toned, okay. What are the steps that you would take? And this is relationship speaking. Yep. To get back into shape. So I'm going to have a serious conversation. Okay. About things that need to happen differently. Okay. What are the short-term things that I can change to make a difference Mm. that are going to get me started in the right direction? And make a commitment to do regular check-ins, maybe more frequently than I have been because I got possibly got derailed in some way. So, what can I change immediately? <clears throat> what do I need help with? Mm-hmm. What do I need help from other people with in the relationship? Like, mm-hmm. there's only so much of this I can do, but what can you do to help me? And I think creating a plan moving forward, depending on the severity of the situation, creating a plan about checking in and what's okay and what's not and when I need you to help hold me accountable for when you start to feel something's going wrong Mm -hmm. and I'm going to do the same for you. So I think it's having a conversation. Look, if it's me on my scales in my bathroom, I'm looking at them being like, girl, don't you go buy that bowl of candy at work tomorrow. (laughs) That's something immediately you can stop doing. Like what immediately can I do? What am I going to need to help longer term with? Making better choices when I go out to eat. Yeah. You know, some of the, like planning ahead and doing some of that stuff. But there are some immediately like, look, tomorrow I ain't going to eat that piece of cake. Yeah. Bring all the donuts you want, Donna. I ain't eating them. Damn it, Donna. Damn it, Donna, stop. <laughs> You're killing me. But there, so there's some immediate things. There's some long-term things. There's some things you need to plan for. But also um, being held accountable is important. Yeah. That's imp- and and I think that's um, a health plan that can be done again mm-hmm. with relationships and friendships, family. Let, look at your long term, your short term goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that I shut down sometimes whenever, yeah, if I'm realizing my messages aren't being received or received well, or yeah the communication door is just not revolving correctly. Like Mm -hmm. it's just broken off the hinges and then I shut down. Yeah. So I know that that's something long-term I've got to be working on constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a skill that you've got to have when you're working with other people. Like I I don't think we, most people work, have to work with other people. I think it's also important too. Needs are going to change. Yes. So my needs as a twenty-year-old running marathons are going to be different than my needs as a fifty-year-old stuck at a desk job that never works out. Mm-hmm. I.e., your relationship when it's new and young and fresh is going to have different needs and different check-ins, different types of check-ins than you will have when you've been in a relationship for years. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the plan that you create day one. If you create a plan day one, I'm going to tell you, you probably don't need to day one. You probably need to wait until you're pretty sure it's a long-term thing. Uh Be a little more open to that. But once you create your first plan, there's going to be a need to reevaluate and change your plan the more things progress. Right. Performance plan, for sure. 
Yeah. And, and, and measuring that, like, and having, uh, I don't want it to say structured, like intentional, you know, (laughs) measurements, but really being able to see something, the results of what you're working towards is important. Yep. I think so. Yeah. Definitely. So there's a blog. And I uh, love a blog. Love a we love the blogs, Labyrinth Healing. And uh, definitely the art of weighing a relationship. There's some words on here that I'm like, whoa. Um, yeah, I'm glad. I thought the same thing. So. <laughs> Uh, something that is stated is one of the most common things um, that this person's clients grapple with is relationships and they're weighing them, measuring them and looking from all angles. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to tell if they're solid or hollow, helpful or hurtful. Mm, And, and that's exactly what, um, you know, you've got to look inwardly. And, yeah. and be real with yourself. And that's where those check-ins and keeping a pulse. Very important. Yes. I think. <clears throat> and it says that <clears throat> things aren't always, excuse me, again, gosh, black and white. Mm-hmm. Meaning not everything's going to fit into the solid category all the time. Sometimes it might feel a little hollow. Mm-hmm. What is helpful in a relationship and not like, look, I'm going to have my good days. I'm going to have my bad days. I hope that I'm helpful most of the time, but I know I'm going to be hurtful sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so it's a little bit fluid. I think, um, it can't be too fluid. It Mm -hmm. can't be like half the time you're good, half the time you're bad. That's not okay. But it's also unreasonable to expect everything to be a hundred percent good all the time. Right. Yes. You have to be a little bit understanding there. It's a give and take. And it's, and you know, looking at like what is bad? What is, how do you define a bad day in your relationship, situationship, whatever it may be? Yeah. Um, and how much can you take, can handle, mm-hmm. deserve? Right. Um, at what point be, is it not worth it? Right. And, and you've got to know your worth. Yeah. So. Oof. Because, again, just like a relationship, um, health check-ins, mm-hmm. going to the doctors, mm-hmm. paying the copay, working out, eating stupid apples. You know, all of this <laughs> is... Eating stupid apples. You got to do it for your health. Yeah. Not to say that you never eat cake. Yeah. You just can't have cake every day. And to know that you're worth uh, uh, to be healthy. You owe it to yourself to be healthy. Yeah, Yeah. you owe it to yourself. You're worth working hard at a good plan. Mm -hmm. And your relationship is worth it too. Yeah. So starting with your scale. You have to assign weights to things based on your values. So you've got what matters to you most in a relationship and that's going to be weighted heavier than things that may be a little inconsequential. Mm. What are some values you have in a relationship? Just name one. Trust. Trust. Okay. Trust is going to be weighted pretty heavy, I think, for most people. Yes. 
driving a green car, nah, doesn't matter. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty low. That's pretty low. Well, it's like yeah, whatever. <laughs> I gotta trust you. Drive your green car, but I gotta trust you. Right. Yeah. There's some things that's a little extreme. Just trying to make it real. No, I understand. So, I probably think something that was would weigh like as you know like, what I think is a deal breaker for you. What tiny hands? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Yeah, I gotta be able to trust you. But if you got tiny hands, it don't matter. You're out. That's that's heavy. That's heavy. Oh. <laughs> I had to say. So yeah, tiny hands. Tiny uh, hands not okay. Um, if you could you soften it? Could you soften tiny hands? What if somebody was checking every other box? Could you deal with the tiny hands? I'm I feel pressure right now <laughs> to answer. In a way that is not sounding like it's superficial. I mean, I, I, I would, yes, I could. Okay, you could. Tiny hands would be fine. I mean, not like tiny, tiny. Not like baby hands. But just like regular tiny. I don't know. Maybe what, when you hold hands with them, you wouldn't feel like you were holding hands with a child. This is just really all hard for me to like. I've got to think. I've got to check in with myself. I you gotta don't know. In. Yeah, I've got to weigh it out. Okay. I've got. I can't at this. I it's just, scalable. Okay. Okay. It's fine. You okay. know. Yeah. I'm the, Maybe that wasn't fair. <laughs> I'll give you that. But I just thought it was something that would be less on. <laughs> This is this is problematic, you know the profession that you're in. Like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to say like I need you to be a millionaire who's working for a Fortune 500 company. I mean, it's cool if you are, right? But that's not a requirement, right? Okay. So Riri's ex, holla at me. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <clears throat> okay, so it's low on the scale. It's low on the scale. Okay, so that those. Makes sense. I mean, those. So you're looking at the values. Yeah, values. You so got to give everything away. Away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then you've got to like talk about those deal breakers. Yeah. So, I mean, and some of the deal breakers might be things that people are willing to change or work on. Yeah. It's not necessarily something they have no control over. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. So, like, a deal breaker might be, like, can you please chew with your mouth closed? I was going to use that example. Yeah. I knew. I I thought you might. Or you (laughs) have a Why do I know so much about your deal breakers? I I mean, I don't know if I'm just really vocal about it. (laughs) And I put I love my it. No, that's great. You're clear. You're like, mm-mm. I have, yes. That's not okay. Yes. Uh, because I want to be able to know and track, like, track the trends. That's, yeah. Yeah. You, well, we were saying everything changes over time, and you have to be able to say, like, okay, what's different now? What's changed? What do I need to be accounting for? Like, 
the tiny hands might matter now, but they might not later on. Like, you might get to a point you're like, look, tiny hands welcome. And the trend is different. So, <laughs> is do you actually like tiny hands? Not just are you willing to accept, but now you actually like the tiny hand thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not a good I example. You are, yeah, I, that's the tiny hands is a little extreme. I think we should find something else for me <laughs> to <laughs> compare this to. So, Okay. Is what has been, what's gotten better about the relationship. Right. What's got worse about the relationship. What's stayed the same. Yeah. If, has it gotten so bad that nothing can be improved? Yes. Or are you willing to work on it? Mm Mm-hmm. Is, do you see a light at the end of the tunnel? Um, I think it's. What's interesting is most people feel like they're working harder than the other person in the relationship. And I've been in both situations. I've been the one that's worked my butt off, and I've also been the one that's like, I'm not working that hard. And then where the the Do you think it changes on a daily basis or like a weekly basis or... Or do you think it's a specific to a relationship? Like in this relationship, you didn't try hard, but in this one, you did. Well, no. So going back onto your point, yes, I it is uh, weekly, daily. Mm-hmm. It it definitely is different. But when it, reflecting on some of my long term relationships, there was one that I really invested and worked hard to maintain. After that checkpoint. Where I was like, oh, we're not on the same page. Something's going on. Uh, my scale is really heavy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And I pushed, 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 and work, work, worked. And it was past... It, it was not workable. Right. Like, yeah. I, I was not going to be able to get back to the results that I wanted. Yeah. Um, Because I just couldn't see it. Yeah. And then, uh, same thing with the relationship where I decided to check out. Where I was like, you know what? Not, not put anything in it. Yeah. I I can't anymore. I'm I'm done with this. Yeah. Habit. Yeah. No, I mean sometimes, and that's okay. It's okay if you decide it's not for you. It's okay if you decide it's not workable. Um, there's no need to like just sit there and be in a mediocre situation or one that's potentially making you pretty pretty miserable mm-hmm. um just for the sake of being in a relationship like that's not um that's not necessary i think it's it shows maturity for um for you to be able to say like i'm done and this isn't okay this isn't healthy mm-hmm. and we need to decide to consciously uncouple Mm-hmm. I can't remember who it is that coined that term, but I thought that was pretty brilliant. I want to say the first people that did it were Gwyneth Paltrow and Coldplay. Chris Martin. I think they're the first purple, what? Purple people. What? They're the first people to have used that term when they announced their divorce. Hmm. Consciously uncouple. Oh, there you go. That was a little trivia for you. Right. Thank you. I, I hope that, that it, I hope it comes up on a trivia night. So now you'll know. I'm uh, even though I don't information. Even though I don't go to a trivia night. Yeah, me either. Um, but hopefully it will come up 
sometime. <laughs> You're being very kind right now. Yeah. Well, and accepting of my randomness. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's that's good. That's it's what good. I like about our relationship. So you're accepting of my randomness and I appreciate that. So that's a healthy check-in. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it's important to know and have the data and also, yeah. you know, information that you never know when you're going to need to use. I also want you to know that if you ever are not okay with my randomness, I would love for you to tell me. Well, I think I have uh, built a relationship where I feel comfortable telling you but we can keep checking in okay we'll keep checking in because we want we do we want this podcast to flourish (laughs) (laughs) and we want you all to feel like you are you guys need to weigh in on us on your relationship with this podcast yes we want to hear some of y'all say funny things some of y'all say not funny things. Yeah. We were open to all of them. There is This is a no judgment zone. But weigh in on this relationship. Yes. Tell we us what you know. need. We want to know right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> so weighing in, weight management, go out and... Weigh yourself. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. What? You know, just wait, wait yourself. I, look, I need to get over my issue with scales. I just need to. I probably just need to be like whatever, and well, not assign too much to the number. So that's what I'm going to work on: the literal scales. So there you go. Because you go. because what you're doing is creating uh, a fear of you just not wanting to see, and you're pushing it. Yeah. Away in your chart. Well, I own scales now because I recognized I needed to do it. Right. I took the first step. My scale is not calibrated right. And I'm not just saying Oh, really? (laughs) Huh? Look. (laughs) You ever hear telling me I need to get over (laughs) my fear of the scales? And then you're like, but mine ain't calibrated right. It's fine. So I can't use my scales (laughs) because they're not... they're overweighing me. They are. I'm serious. I got to take that lead scarf off. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> and my sunglasses. But yes, it's there's some things that I can work on too as far as um, being able to actually vocalize the things that I need. Yeah. And that's, again, not just in a relationship, but on an everyday circumstance. Right. Yeah. Because sometimes I don't want to weigh others down with things that I've got going on. So I just don't say things. Yeah. But that's not helping anyone. That isn't helping, no. And checking in with yourself, you'll probably recognize, like, oh, something's off. Yeah. Something's tipping the scale. And... I need to address it. Calibrate it. Cap. Go ahead. I'm, let's go fix your scales. Okay. I'm not going to use it, but just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. We're going to go calibrate my scale and, uh, we're excited because we've got some, we we say this all the time, but we really have we some do. stuff coming up for you this semester. Well, this, this season, what are we? She's the, I'm back in college. Get me back in college this semester. Here comes that Quad City DJs again. Oh, oh.
I think, <laughs> well, Valentine's Day is coming up, and we've got a pretty interesting uh, Valentine's Day show. I'm excited. Coming up soon. I am too. So that'll be that'll be awesome. Something you guys can look forward to with some extra perspective in there. So woohoo! Becca's gonna make out with somebody. Oh yeah, on camera. There you go. We gotta make that happen now. Oh, you just told everyone that you were gonna do that. I, but, oh, I gotta I, hold you accountable. It's uh, accountability partner. Dang it! Yep. Open my big mouth. For the sake of the podcast. <laughs> 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 All right, we're out.